Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah man? Man, not much. I'm downing some coffee, man. Been a long day with everything going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. How's things on your end? Uh, you know, it's um, it's a rough day today. Uh, sometimes it all hits me at once, you know, all this corona stuff. And then some days I'm like, I don't even think all this cabin fever going on. But today we got a, this episode 122 of your favorite Airbnb um, share economy podcast, and uh, we have a special guest. And who is that special guest, Micah? Got Keisha Manning on. Keisha is the founder of Nurses B&B. We said we were going to get her on, and we finally got her. Welcome, Keisha. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Definitely, it's actually honor to have you because i read your article on uh, your article came across my feed on facebook multiple times about what you were doing so um Mm -hmm. so first off because i I wanted i wanted you to kind of give everyone a background of what is nurses bnb so nurses bnb is a web platform that we connect traveling healthcare professionals to suitable housing close to the hospitals that they will be assigned. And when I say suitable, I mean housing that does not require um, stringent check-in times and check-out times so that they can perform their duties as a nurse better by having those flexibility. Okay. So... How did you, because are you, okay, so how did you come up with this platform or this idea? Are you a nurse yourself or? I am a nurse. I have been a nurse for 12 years mm-hmm. and uh, I have been a travel nurse also. However, it did not really occur to me that there was a problem like this until one night. I was at work and one of my colleagues came to work. He was a travel nurse and this was his first assignment at the hospital. And he he was just calling all these hotels and Airbnbs in the area and he was not successful in getting anywhere to stay the following morning. So when I saw him the following night, he said that he had to sleep in his car and that just did not sound right. Okay, so then how how long have you guys been up? How long? Okay, so how long have you guys been up on the web? We have been up since October last year. Okay, and have you? Because I'm I'm interested. Because like right now with everything going on, you know, health care workers are in high high demand, especially in cities like New York. Yeah. Um. So so right now, people can go and list on your platform. Yes, they can. There have been a lot of listings on the platform and we have like five to ten listings daily, new listings on the platform. So whomever want to sign up on the platform, they can sign up. It's free. And um, another part that I should also mention is that 
this community has a common understanding of the needs of these traveling healthcare professionals. So if a nurse should come or a therapist should come and they work a 12-hour night shift and they're leaving work 7.30, 8 a.m. in the morning, they would be able to check in because there is no stringent restriction in the check-in hours. Okay. And what kind of listings do you take? Like, do you take private rooms, entire homes, or what kind of places are are being listed on your website right now? Interestingly enough, we have a variety. We have apartments. We have condos. We even have hotels on the platform. So we have, yes, we have entire houses and we have hotels and um, apartments, condos, and shared shared um, dwelling that maybe they would share with like a couple or a single person. So we have a variety. Now, now did you make this website yourself? I helped to make the website. It's it's not um, it's not a typical website to make. So I don't know about coding. However, I can do a lot of other things. So I do the other things. Okay, and is is it similar to like an Airbnb um, type format, or do you just let people kind of book what they have and? could bounce them to the Airbnb listing or how does it work? No, we are a totally different entity. So persons who come to that platform book on that platform. Um, I would say it it might have some similarity because, you know, you're going to search for where you want to go and then you would see all the availability in a particular area and then you would go ahead and book. So in that sense, it is similar. Wow. And how many listings do you have total at any given moment? Um, we are nearing a thousand listings right now. And uh, it continues to grow. And we could have had more listings, but there was um, an unfortunate situation that happened. However, that was rectified. So. We are nearing a thousand right now. Okay, and I, see, I'm just I'm curious about all this tech stuff. How many um, does your is your website capable of of holding like a million listings, or how or does it just have to work its way up to that? And no, we have the capability of of holding over a million listings because the um, the host. It's the hosting that would cater for that. And based on the platform and the web service that we have, we're capable of doing that. Oh, nice, nice. And one more question before, <laughs> I just, I just I, this stuff fascinates me. How, <laughs> how, much, how much does making a website of this caliber that's capable of a million plus listings, how much does that cost somebody? Because I mean, you have the idea, but then you have to get with programmers and coders and all that stuff yes, and then make, yes. this, make this thing. How much does that cost somebody? Um, in the initial phase, because there's always a maintenance cost. In the initial phase, it cost me like maybe, 
around five six thousand dollars initially but it's a continuous expansion and maintenance so there are maintenance fees that are paid to the different parties um, over time and continuously okay and it's www.nursesbnb.com that's right cool i just want to check it out while we're talking yeah i wanted to have a question because i actually took a look at the website and i actually like it how you have it set up so did you so you. with this whole COVID 19 coronavirus thing going on did you see like a spike in listings and like a spike in probably nurses requesting for places since this has happened i saw a spike in listings yes and the nurses they have been gradually um coming onto the platform because the word is out but it needs to go out more so that um, more persons can know that there's a solution for them in in their case of not having anywhere or finding it hard to find somewhere to stay while they're on assignment at the hospital okay and so like when you were a travel nurse and you, when you did travel nursing at that time, how, how were you going about finding uh, places? Were you using like Furnish Finder, Airbnb? Because I'm, I, I have places that I actually lease to nurses at times, and I'm, I'm actually interested in seeing how would I be the first in line to get a nurse to, to house a nurse. <laughs> when, when I used to do travel nursing, I was one of the fortunate ones that, that did it close to home because there are different types. There is a distance travel and there is the local travel so the distance travel travel over 50 miles and more and the local travel travel within like a 20 mile radius from home okay got you so you did okay so i used to be yeah i used to be the local travel so i would go to work then go straight home Gotcha. So you were. That would be at, it would be within 20, 20 miles from my home. Gotcha. Okay. And so, and so who are the, the big um, travel nurse websites and that you've used before? And what was, what did they not do correctly that made you think that you could, well, you know, you could do this something, you could do something like this better? I did, I did not use a travel website before because I never, I never did traveling out of my 20 mile radius. So I was able to uh -huh. go home each morning. So persons that are coming like 50 miles, somebody coming from a New York to go to a Virginia, they would want somewhere to stay. Someone traveling from um, maybe like a Florida to California, they would want somewhere to stay there. But for me, I always stayed close to home because, you know, family reasons, I would have to stay close to home. And, and like, okay, let's say like coworkers or nurses, you know, but, which, one, which ones did they use? Um, based on the situation that I was faced with, with this guy, because it was a guy, I, he did not get anywhere to stay. He quit the assignment. But I would imagine that the other the other sites that are out there, like Airbnb, people would have used them. But the reason why I thought you asked the question that why do I think I could come in and do it better? 
is the fact that my colleague had to sleep in his car. Right. Because he could not get somewhere to stay. So there must be a problem in the system that is current. That is true. Because, I mean, we hear, like, there's tons of travel nurses. And I'm, I'm, I'm even a part of uh, Furnish Finder, which is a place that travel nurses go to find spots any hits and when i did they wanted to pay super cheap for a, a whole house or, or a room i mean i'm not saying the nurses are cheap but maybe that's all they got for allowance to, to spend somewhere you know and so and so i never had any luck with furnish finder and i've i'm hearing right now you know all these people are talking about furnish finder that used to do airbnb that you know until they got screwed by airbnb but a lot of people out there are saying they're not having very much luck with furnish finder either that's why i was asking if maybe you knew a better way to do this um the 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 main reason for me doing it is just wanting to help out because what happened to that guy it just tugged at my heartstring and then like a three weeks after that the idea came to me and i just answered the call and said what the heck let me try it so Mm, that's great you know um i'll go ahead steve Oh, I was just going to ask a, a question. Like, so what would make, let's say I had a place, I had a condo or whatever, a one bedroom condo. What would, what could I do to make it like very nurse friendly? That's what I want to know. Oh yeah. That's a good question. Um, for one, nurses, the most important part would be like check in. I've been in in groups and I've seen where persons are saying, oh, if if they check out two hours late, we are going to charge them. And, you know, and because nurses and um, traveling therapists, they are such a unique group of people based on the odd hours that they work, one of the fundamental thing would be the check-in time. Because the reality is that if if a nurse is leaving from somewhere to come to work, sometimes they go straight to work 7 p.m. And they're not leaving work until like 7.30 the next morning. If the check-in time is 3 p.m., where are they going to stay until 3 p.m.? 3 p.m., they're supposed to be waking up, getting ready to go back to work. So that is one of the fundamental things that we make known on the platform that Checking time has to be flexible for the group of people that we are catering for. And um, healthcare professionals love coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) so it would be nice to have like a a coffee maker. And one of the unique things is that most times they sleep in the day. So you want to have a place that is relatively quiet during the day so that they can rest to get to go to work you know so those are some things that you know would be very important and the other things would be basic like you know you have your clean place towels toiletries all of those things and I hear a lot of nurses travel with um, pets. Is that so? Pet friendly is going to be like a big thing. Pet friendly is good. Not everybody. Some people might do it. 
yes, we are in a pet world, so pet friendly is good, you know. And sometimes there are those nurses that travel with their family. So that's why it's good to have like entire houses because sometimes they travel as family or sometimes they travel as a group. Mm, okay. So having an entire house would be good on the platform also. Do you, okay. So can anyone use your platform to travel outside of nurses? And if so, if, if not, like how do you, or do you have a process to only vet it? So only nurses are using the platform. Um, our platform is not for nurses alone. It's for all traveling healthcare professionals, which would include doctors, nurse practitioners, certified nurse assistants, therapists, which would be like speech and occupational, and all of those allied healthcare workers. But persons that are not inside of the healthcare group, it's exclusively for healthcare professionals. Wow. So how, how would, so how are you going about vetting that? Cause that, that's interesting. If you've only, cause that, that's actually a good, cause someone like me who, if I just, Hey, I just want a healthcare professional. I will go straight to your platform. How, how are you vetting that? We have a system in place that we do um, background check because it's easy to, to do a check like to see because all of these professionals are licensed. Ooh, okay. That's so, not- so we have a system in place to find out if they are really licensed in the um based on the state that they see that they are licensed in. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna list here then because I definitely need an additional place. I need more eyes on my places, so I'm definitely gonna list on your platform. Okay. Yeah, I only see one Dallas listing so far. So there you go. Really? Oh yeah, and it's a hot spot for it. So okay. So it, I'm <laughs> use that word loosely <laughs> hotspot right now, right? Yeah, it's a hotspot <laughs> for nurses. How, how are you? And so, how are you going about advertising it right now? Um, I am also a digital marketing consultant. So my move is to get like national publicity and then use Facebook ads. And you know the all the other types of mm-hmm. paid advertisement that we use online, such as YouTube ads, PPC, and outreach to people because we believe in the human connection. So one of the strategies that am I telling you my strategy so that everyone can hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! We talk about this stuff all the time. Uh, they. Most people aren't doers in so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what we believe in the human connection. So one of the strategies that we we use is allowing um, persons to be able to call if they're having problem finding like a place. It might be there, but they just can't find it. They can call us if they're having problem listing their property. They can call us. So we provide that human connection and, you know, word of mouth is always the best business. So we also use that. So it's a, kind of the home away and VRBO concept. And they actually 
allow you, you can call. So you, a nurse could actually call you and book a place through you and just use your website. Of, uh, they, they we would direct them to where it is on the website. We don't actually would take their money. Okay. That's actually cool though. Okay. Cause I think you're creating something where nurses actually feel just comfortable. Hey, we can just go here find somewhere right. because right now I, I think your your platform is perfect because even if you go to like those furnish finder groups it's like world war three people are price gouging people are just making up hey I'll, you can stay here for this much there's no it's not systematized and i think that's what this the industry needs is something that's systematized yeah so thank you so much because that's that's one of the reasons why i did it because because they fall into that little odd group, mm-hmm. you know, that they fall into the group that might be get might get looked over by all these BMBs out there. They are at a disadvantage. Some people might find somewhere, some might not, you know. And if one person is having the problem, I believe that more people are having the same problems. So we create that platform so that they can feel at home and know that, well, whatever I am looking for, they provide it right here. Nice. So that's the basic idea. And same way as um, VRBO or Airbnb, they can rate their stay and then the hosts can also rate them. Yes, they can do that. Okay, cool like that idea it's, that's a very good idea i like the domain the domain name that's a strong domain name thank you <laughs> and the funny thing about that domain name is <laughs> i was the story behind it is that i was coming from work seven thirty in the morning and i pulled into the gas station to get some gas and i sat there for about a good 10 minutes because the inspiration just came to me and I'm like, holy cow. The inspiration came with the name and everything. And I was like, nurses BNB, nurses BNB. So I went to GoDaddy and I typed into GoDaddy, nurses BNB, and it was available. Wow. And the funny thing is that I, I, it took me, because that happened in July and it took me until October to actually purchase the domain and each day I would go and look like <laughs> a day a week I would go and look and check it and say is it gone <laughs> and it was still there so I believe that it was actually there for me because I took so long and you know those dot coms don't stick around for long oh, so wow. so it was it was it was very 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 surprising that after July August September October it was still there, so I just went ahead and started doing it. Now, if you would have waited till March, I better have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I bet. I bet you could put it. You could put it on GoDaddy for sale for a hundred thousand. See what happens. See how many hits you get. Wow. Nah, I'm, that's yes. my baby. Yeah. I'm not selling it. I'll buy. I'll give you six. I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars right now, Keisha. <laughs> It's for your baby. Hundred thousand. That's his okay, thinking. Um, <laughs> all right, you can add like four or five more zeros to that. 
Whoa. There you go. Jeez, I would she too. knows what she's got. <laughs> True. I mean, seriously, if you, you, you put the advertisement behind that, you got the people wow. that are going to list. I'm going to list my place on there. And if you got other people, like you already have the, and you said you're a nurse yourself, so you already have the, you know the market, you know the industry, you know what they're looking for. Yeah. That puts you ahead yeah. of the game. I, I think you got it. Yeah, you got a great idea, strong um, domain name. I know you're just starting out, but are you like considering taking on investors to make this thing like pop? Um, I am cautiously venturing into that area because um, I believe in starting out and making the seed mature before actually pushing it out there because sometimes the vision gets lost when you go into some of those investments. So it would have to be the right one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. I think that it could, it could really, it could be something. It could be something big. Cause I mean, like Thank I said, you. the only one we, the only so one we know about, yeah. The only one we know about is furnished finder. And I don't know, people name all these other ones, but I, pretty much furnished finders like the one. And they they kind of suck. I mean, it's really their website is crap. You know, no offense to them, but yeah, offend them. And um, and then we don't get any <laughs> hits. I mean, it's just and they're like, and it, it's it's a it's kind of pricey too, like a hundred hundred something per listing, you know, for the year. And it's just um, and it's yeah, the interface is terrible. So if you have something. Because Furnish Finder doesn't even say nurses in the name. Yours says nurses B&B. Everybody knows what a B&B is now because they're B&B. And everybody knows now right. that travel around the country to around the world. And they're like, wow, I mean, I'm going to list on there and, and see what happens. And then if it's a, a, a comfortable interface, you know, something. I'm not going to say it's going to be like Airbnb because they spend like hundreds of millions of dollars a year to make theirs, you know, look awesome. But if you right. can get it, you know, if you can get it, looking better than Furnished Finder, which I, I would suggest you go to FurnishedFinder.com and just see what they're doing just to know how crappy they are, <laughs> just to know how much better yours can be. And, um, yeah, I think yours, yours could really take over the market. It's, free, it's a great idea. Oh, thank you. And um, in May, I have some other, like, a nationwide advertisement thing that's going to take place. It's supposed to be in the news. I'm, I'm doing some big stuff to take it where it's supposed to be so when this thing it becomes as big as airbnb because i think it will uh when do would you ever expand to like more business travelers like a traveling it like a traveling it professional or do you just want to eventually just keep it all healthcare industry i i can't say i would keep it all healthcare because sometimes you don't know where the waves take you but it's possible it's possible. Okay. Yeah. And one thing I think your advantage is like, I think how Steve was saying on Furnish Finder, Furnish Finder is uh, very unorganized. It's just people list a place and then you get like a request to your email or a random, Hey, someone's searching in this area where well, I think yours is more direct. And I also seen that you had a instant book feature. So a travel nurse can just, yes, instant, yeah, you can just instantly book a place. Now, these travel nurses, don't they usually stay a minimum of, what, three months? Yes, sometimes it depends because there are, if the market is, is so 
funny with travel nurses. There are PRN travel nurses. These are the ones that travel like for just two weeks. But on average, on average it's one month to three months contracts. Hold on. What did you say the nurses were that stay two weeks, two or three weeks? What did you say they were? Yes. PRNs. PRNs. PR, right. PRNs. That means they travel whenever they don't take a long assignment. Mm. Now, now, so doctors are on this platform too then. So you have doctors on there as well. Doc, yes. Yeah, I got, I got a, um, a request from a doctor once. It's for every, every healthcare professional that is traveling. And we try to have a wide range of, you know, assortment of houses, high end, low end, all comfortable so that doctors feel comfortable staying in them. CNAs can afford them. Therapists can afford them. Nurses can afford them. Have you thought about running a campaign targeted directly towards New York right now? For like um, for nurses and... I have people. not thought of that because, <laughs> because yeah. of the situation that is happening in New York. I believe there have been, a, um, which is good, an overwhelming support from the community in giving um, these staff RVs for free to stay in. So I think they are getting a lot of support for free and I, was I wouldn't want to. Sorry, go ahead. Pardon? I was, I'll, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was thinking like right now, because I, uh, I have my own website and a lot of people from like New York have been asking to list their place on my website, which I haven't opened up my website to be a listing place, but a lot of them are in New York. Okay. Like, New York. Okay. But and I was thinking, if you ran a campaign right now, straight targeted directly to New York, you might get a bunch of people that want to list their places. And of course, people, the only people really traveling to New York right now are probably only healthcare professionals. But uh, yeah, that's all. That's true. Yeah, I could do that. Thanks for that suggestion i could think about it now that you've mentioned it but i was thinking that they're getting so much free stuff mm -hmm. from the community they would not really be interested in renting somewhere for well, money right now you would think that but uh, not a, not everybody <laughs> wants to stay in an rv i would think i would think some people would want like a a nice solid ground you know actual unit with a nice bed and everything that's just my thoughts that's true after working that's 12, true, 12 true. 16 hour shift i want to lay down in a real bed mm -hmm. not an rv bed but um <laughs> but another thing um okay so how how does this work actually who who do you charge do you charge do you do it like airbnb where you take money from the host and the guest or do you just charge a a house to list on there or how does how does the money thing work we we charge both parties and it's like a three to five percent for the host and a eight to ten percent for the guest oh you charge the guest more oh just kind of like yeah kind of like airbnb mm -hmm. wow so right now yeah. you, okay so that's where the okay that, that's actually a good idea that's actually a really good idea. If you just am, I, am I giving you idea for something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually giving me ideas of how how to make something like this keep on and working because I think um, I think Airbnb throughout this whole situation um, I got on Twitter 
And I, I, I didn't really, I'm not really a Twitter person, but once I got on Twitter, I realized mm-hmm. how much news flows through Twitter and how much these companies really bow down to what Twitter says. And like the, so, and I noticed like Airbnb lost a lot of faith from its hosts and guests throughout this whole pandemic from what they've been doing. They've been either they've refunded all the hosts, but then they kept, kept their fees. So it's like the guests aren't, aren't happy. Then the hosts aren't happy. So I think right now is a perfect time for like a nurse B&B to come in and, Hey, well, Hey, if Airbnb can't do its job, Hey, here's a nurses for healthcare professionals. You guys come over here and we got you. And I think, I think <laughs> another listing platform needs to take, well, needs to at least show itself at this point in time. Wow. So your ideas. I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. This is something that that's needed in the industry right now. I, I could see it. Like I could see it like, you know, back in the days, Sears Roebuck, that was like your one stop shop and you could buy clothes, a washing machine, a hammer, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then it just started mm-hmm. fragmenting, you know, and, and splintering off to the specialty shops. That's what killed Sears. Uh, you know, you got you now you got an old Navy. Now you got a, a radio shack. Now you got, yeah. you got all these little yeah. stores that, you know, to, that pop up that are, that are specializing thing and that's what you're doing and then so i think that's what's probably going to take down i mean if airbnb ever goes away it's gonna be the specializations you know people travel nurses or people want to travel just for a certain thing they're going to choose a different website yeah i think that's good that's that's a big possibility wow now that was a perfect example of it because right now airbnb is just yeah it's just the whole it's serious like you said the travel nurses going there professional people then you got somebody like her friend who gets left out he ain't got no place to stay you know so wow that's actually and i have a question your friend who didn't have a place to stay what what market was that in what area it was in virginia wow virginia well, the people from Virginia, if you're listening, y'all need some more accommodations, it sounds like. <laughs> real, in Virginia. Yeah. real quick, Keisha, I was going to ask, and we and we're talking about how, how um, you know, hosts are pissed off at Airbnb. How would you, I mean, how would you have handled that situation? Do you allow your um, hosts to put like a strict cancellation fee or a flexible cancellation fee? And if they did have strict in place, would you, and, what, and if an epidemic like this happened, people had to cancel left and right for whatever reason would you have just said okay i know you're strict but i'm going to give all your guests their money back would you be do something like that or how would you have handled the situation um firstly nurses bnb we our terms of agreement actually takes in the ability to be flexible with the with the guests that is coming in so we would not have had a strict cancellation policy because it's it's in the terms of agreement. Once you sign up, you're agreeing to be flexible. And, and by that, right? do they, does that mean that the guests can cancel like up to 24 hours before their stay? Or how does that work? How it works on my site is that you can cancel up to 24 hours before your stay. Just like um, hotels. do not yeah. have... Right. You can go ahead and do that. But in terms of the refunding of the money, that, that would take in a lot of things into consideration before actually refunding a whole host of people their money. Because you would have to... You can just arbitrarily 
refund everybody. You need to know what your, your account books are saying. You know what I mean? Mm, could you um, specify? You, because it's money. It's money you're giving back to people. How is it going to affect your company in the long run in terms of your profit and loss? Yep. If and they are, if they are. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking. If they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. If they are canceling because of some unforeseen circumstances that you did not expect and they did not expect. I think that uh, my company would be generous to like refund half of that money, you know, but not going all the way to refund all of that money. What, that, what I could, um, would have done too is also, you can um, have like an extended date for those persons to actually stay. Or you can give it back to them over time, but not just all at once. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah. If, 100, if 1 million people have, have booked and they are not coming and everybody had booked for a thousand dollars and you're going to give back one million times a thousand dollars how much money are you going to give back at once and you have to look at chargebacks you'd you'd put yourself exactly yeah you can't just right you have to have that cash on you have to have that extra reserve on hand is what i see what you're saying right right you need to know what your balance books are saying you can give it back but not all at once you are going to take make it over a period of time because you don't want to you don't want to fall in the red in your in your profit and loss book if you know what i'm saying and that's i think that's what why airbnb came back and said they'll give the host 25 percent. i think they said they'll give the host 25 percent of the cancellations and i think that's why because it would it's not feasible to give back a hundred percent. It's just not. It's not in the. It's not good for business, if you know what I mean. Well, see, the Airbnb didn't, ac- g- didn't actually give back the guests hundred percent. They actually they, they still took their cut anyways. <laughs> That's the crazy part. They still they gave them back ninety seven percent or whatever that was. So they, the Airbnb still got paid no matter what. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you see, I've not, I've not read it. I'm just going off what Steve had said to give back that money up front. But yet, but even if you say that they've taken their cut, they will still have to pay these systems, whether it be the bank, PayPal, or whatever, to actually give back that money. And if you're going to be paying like a two, a two dollar fee for a million transactions. See this this interview's it's already taught me a lot. You just taught me a lot with that with Airbnb. They they kind of had to keep that cut. So then now they they keep the three yeah. percent, you know. And then now, okay, we tell the host, hey, we'll 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 let you if somebody else cancels, we'll, we'll let you keep twenty five percent because they have to. It's like you gotta you gotta have have cash on hand. 
but I never thought about it. Like right. That. You open, you open my eyes to like, Oh, that's why they did that. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to, you have to be smart in doing the business and the books. You can't just be, you know, giving away like it's Christmas. Right, right, right. So you're located in Virginia. I am. Oh, nice. It's so, here's, here's okay. nice over there. So it's, okay, it's, so it's nice over here right now. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Go ahead, so, Micah. Yeah, the question I had because you were talking about how Airbnb refunded and you got to keep the cash. You said, um, oh, you said something that just stuck out to me, and I think I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I lost was it the two percent fee? Yeah, they were given the fees, and you were saying you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So, do you allow? You don't allow strict cancellation policy at all, do you? No, we 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 don't encourage it. Okay, because I was thinking, if let's say I have a place and someone books a month out, and they booked last month on the fourteenth. Last month on the 15th and tomorrow they're checking in, but they all of a sudden, let's just say they said, forget it. I don't, I, I, I'm taking a new assignment. And then now you're looking and they, they booked for two months and now the host is looking like, Oh man, I got to fill a two month vacancy. Would, and you said you don't encourage it. Would you ever consider it for something like that? We would, because we have a team that look into the situation. We, we don't, it's on a case-by-case basis. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not an arbitrary thing. We do it on a case-by-case basis. That's actually good, yeah. Guess Airbnb, yeah, they, they, uh, they had reasons for all this then, huh? But, yeah, I, I think that's, yeah, you have to do it on a case-by-case basis. You have to look at everything in a full perspective. Right, right. Can I guess where you're from? You go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you got the coolest accent, yeah. Oh, thank you. You got that right. Jamaica. Jamaica, man. I've, I've heard, I've heard, um, where I've heard. Oh, my. They have, they have told me so many different places that I'm, I'm from. I've heard Bahamas. I, I would have I've guessed heard Bahamas. Barbados. Yes. No, Bahamas. They don't sound like us. <laughs> they do? I don't think so. <laughs> when go, now, when I go to, um, not Freeport, what's the other side of the Bahamas? Nassau. When I go to Nassau, I can't tell, like, if, if I was to close my eyes and hear someone from Jamaica and hear someone from Nassau, I can't tell the difference. That's just me, though. I can't tell the difference. Oh, really? No, I can't tell the difference. I understand. If I was, um, I've been to Nassau. Really? Yeah, I loved it. But mm-hmm. like the guy who was sitting on the beach, me and my wife, we had this huge cabana on the beach, and the guy who was sitting there was talking. I could have sworn he was from Jamaica, but he was from he was from Freeport. <laughs> I was like, oh. But, you know. I, I remember. I remember the show. Uh, I don't know if uh, how old you are, Keisha, but there was a show back in the day called In Living Color. And um, they would always do a skit about about Jamaicans, and they always had like ten jobs going on at once. So not only are you a nurse, you still got your big side hustle on the side. So it kind of fits a little bit. <laughs> oh yes, I guess. 
<laughs> I I still work as a, as a nurse in the hospital, and I I work for myself, and I homeschool my daughter. You see. <laughs> and most nights I go to bed like five a.m. Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Jeez! Wow! That's that's a tough. One. This morning I came to bed like six thirty because um, there are a lot of work to do, and you know with this COVID thing, everybody is at home, so. I have to wait until the place is quiet. You know, okay. when all those... Yeah, go ahead. When, when all the noise has stopped and I can get my thoughts together to think, to really process things and figure out things and, you know, solve problems. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, you need some of that Yeah, clear your head time. I was going to ask something. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. You mentioned COVID. Please give us the inside scoop of that because we don't know what's going on in the hospitals. We don't know how things are. I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it varies city by city, but if you could just give us the inside yes. scoop of how crazy the situation is. What's the, I mean, what's, what's, I mean, the people coming in there thinking they have it? Are people all paranoid? Do a lot of people have it? I mean, how is this whole thing going down on the inside? Okay, so what's happening in my part of Virginia, thank God, knock on wood, I am not really in the in the city. So my side has, it's more like the countryside. So we have less fewer cases at the hospitals, in the, the um, other medical facilities. Um, what happened in the hospital is that most of these cases would be in like the ER and the ICU. I have stepped back from doing ICU for a while now because I have, before COVID, <laughs> because I've been working, you know, on my, on my dream right here, getting this thing up and started and, you know, going correctly. So I have stepped down to working in a less stressful department and one that requires less time. So we have not really seen any cases so far in our immediate environment. Like on my floor, there are cases in the ICU, but it's not widespread here. Mm -hmm which is good that's, yeah, because that's good. you know we don't yeah we don't we don't want it to spread this far we are we are in a very i am in a very nice area i should say there are lots of trees and rivers and sparsely it's sort of sparsely populated which is good because you know the denser the population is more easily it spreads like wild wildfire so it's good that we're not that dense of a population around here are you trying to keep the city folks away from coming to the country we are so far in the bat bush they would not want to come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it would I, I, be I, like starting over life <laughs> 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 so <laughs> 
I think I've known Initially, it. go oh, ahead. <laughs> Initially, I was like, um, oh, Lord, I live so far from the city. But with this COVID thing, I am so thankful right now. You have no idea. <laughs> that is true. Because I noticed, like, even... um. Like even the places that are like that aren't heavily populated, um, they aren't. They, they're the ones who didn't shut down their state. Like they didn't have like the shelter-in-place laws. Like I think it's only five states: like North Dakota, South Dakota, Arkansas. The places that don't have heavy density, like they, they just live in everyday right. life there. But it ain't that many. You know, it ain't that many people there. So, you know, right. But we we are closed to a point where we can only go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. but it's not a total lockdown we can when we go to the supermarkets supermarkets aren't full um there are a lot of cars on the road still i don't know where they're going but they are up and down on the road <laughs> so we are not we are not totally shut down yeah the store called Ald- aldi's here they put the uh they put the glass around the uh checkout place where you check out like in the grocery store they kind of like um if you ever went to the stores in the bad neighborhood in the hood of the, you know they kind of have the little glass up so like because i guess people were getting sneezed on so they put the glass up in front of them so they're doing <laughs> what they can just keep it alive out here but it's it's funny you should oh, say wow. that about the country though because I'm, I'm, what I'm hearing is there's going to be a mass exodus out of these cities after this thing, man. People, even the New Yorkers right now, they want to get the hell out of there, but they're not letting them. They're, they're saying, you got to stay, stay in rope. Like, but all the rich people got to leave Which early. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think a big mass exodus is going to happen. They screw this city living because the next one pops up, it's going to be the same lockdown for them. They're going to get, you know, spread like wildfire. They're going to get locked down and won't be able to leave. So I think it's, everybody's coming back to the suburbs again. I think I think you hit it on the head too. Like with with you said how dense a place is. I mean, New York, you're already living what shoulder to shoulder out there. Mm. It ain't. You know, it's it was almost wow. inevitable. It's almost inevitable for it to just hit New York that hard because it's just people on yes. top of people. You're in New York, Michael. Oh no, we're both in Texas. Oh, good. Yeah, so we. Okay. we have to- is it bad there? We're in the suburbs, so it's not too bad in the burbs. But the city, awesome. they say Dallas, yeah, downtown Dallas is getting hit. Um, of course, all the major downtown areas are, are kind of struggling. I mean, not too crazy, like I said, but um, but it's, 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 of course, a lot safer in the suburbs. And also, I think Dallas, how Dallas and Fort Worth are set up, people live in the city. But a lot of those people who live in the city, they're passing through. Like, they live in, like, Plano, McKinney, uh, you know, Lancaster, Garland, Mesquite, you know. And, like, in New York, man, those people live on top of each other. And then here it's like, you know, people go to the yeah. city for work. And then they go back to where, you know, 20, 30 miles out, you know, up to even an hour out. And I think that's – that. I think I think Texas is really spread out. Oh, yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah. 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 But, that's um, good. Yeah, well, we appreciate all you do as a nurse. I mean, I know you're like you said it's not real bad where you're at, but still, you know, you're you're in the the front lines, and that's um that's pretty that's pretty awesome. And we appreciate what we you're doing for best. your yeah for your fellow nurses with this nurses B and B, which I bet a lot of our listeners are going to sign up today and um, take advantage, you know. But be sure 
um i'll tell our listeners to be sure it's gonna be flexible you gotta work with these nurses don't be all <laughs> hardcore business person like you are with regular guests you know these are our these are the people that take care of us you know so take care of them that's what that's what it's all about definitely yes and that's that's what we try to encourage not because um if a contract is canceled at the last minute sometimes they really don't have anything to do with it you know but that that's very rare you never see it's very rare for a contract to be canceled at the last minute for a nurse or a doctor or a therapist to go somewhere so it's not something that will happen often i can tell you that nice nice and invest in a really comfortable bed because they're going to spend most of their time in your place sleeping. <laughs> they yes, that's that's good. And another thing that they love, they love to venture out on their days off, just mm-hmm. to explore. Oh, nice! So have some suggestions for them right there, where to go, you know, what to do in mm-hmm. the city. That'd be nice for them. And um, um yeah, go ahead. Can I add something? I don't want, the thing is we, I think we have focused so much on the cities that there there are persons that live in the rural area. I am sort of a rural person. So these hospitals, small hospitals that are out in the rural areas, what we would like to see is for persons with listings in rural areas to be on the platform also because what they would actually be doing is helping those community hospitals to get nurses because the reality is if I get an assignment to a hospital that's in a rural area and I cannot find anywhere to stay I am not going Mm -hmm. so the hospital suffers they work short staff and the people in the community suffers. So we want to encourage listings from rural communities also. It's not just for big cities. It's also for the rural folks. And I have another question for advertising your place out. Have you actually decided to like, hey, let me get with the housing, the staff, housing, the, the travel nursing staffing companies to actually be the first? Yes, I have. Okay, that's what I was Thank wondering. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, we, um, okay, because I'll give you an example. I have a place in Arkansas. It's a more rural, it's a more rural area. And um, we, mm-hmm. in order to get the travel nurses to us, we had to go directly to the hospital. And we had to tell them, hey, we have this. Right. And the first thing they said was, oh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get people out to you because they don't like staying in hotels anyway. And that's what, that's the only thing that's right. really available. So yeah, that's good that you've done that. That's a good idea. Yes. We have a list of quite a lot of them that we're trying to go through the list mm-hmm. just to reach everybody and make them aware. So you say we, so you're the founder and CEO or do you have partners or how's this working? I am the founder and CEO, but there are like marketing specialists. Nice, nice. That that do some of the marketing and sales. You got it all handled. You got it. Yeah, that's cool. Living, breathing business. Most people, like you said, come up with that idea at the gas station pump and they never do nothing with it. But you're actually doing something with it. And that's, <laughs> pretty, that's pretty awesome. 
you're gonna be a millionaire pretty soon so don't forget about live let thrive all right <laughs> oh thank you so much i won't forget about you trust me <laughs> you're on my linkedin oh yeah Sweet. definitely yeah don't forget about us we'll be we'll definitely be advertising for you we'll definitely be having this episode all over facebook instagram uh, linkedin too it'll be on linkedin and i'll tag you okay thank you so much and i appreciate what you're doing as a team and continue to do the good work oh thank you that means a lot so keisha where can people find you you can find me at where i am on linkedin as we just spoke about and uh, there is a telephone number on the website that we can be reached. That number is 540-200-9312. And we also have a support line, sorry, not a support line, an email address that persons can reach out to us, whether they need assistance with their listing or to find somewhere to stay. We direct them to the correct area on the website if they need any help. Sweet. Sounds great. And um, thank you for hopping on and for all you're doing. Thank you, Micah. And thank you, Steve. All right. We look forward to keeping track of your progress and talking to you again soon in the future. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a great night. You too. You too. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, that was... Keisha Manning. Yeah, Keisha Manning, the one who started the Nurses B&B. I think that's a good idea. And I think like she hit like right in October is when she started in the coronavirus thing. Now people are looking at other places to list. I think that's, that might be a perfect storm. <laughs> Man, right? Right? Yeah. It's getting, you never know when opportunity is going to present itself. It's just got to be ready. Man, that's a perfect one, man. And I think you hit that. Man, I like that Sears uh, – that Sears analogy you use, I think that's what it is. Like Airbnb is really like a, it's a free for all up in there, man. You got everything, private rooms, whole houses, and then you got everybody going to look instead of, Hey, this is a one-stop shop. This is what we do. We healthcare professionals, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else might come out with some for it professionals. You never know. So I like the idea. I think she's going to set a lot in motion doing that. Oh yeah. It's big time, man. So, um, we're, yeah, we're, <laughs> I love, I love, uh, the whole, you know, spectrum that we interview on this show. We're always learning something new, you know, and, um, she's chasing her dream and she's looks like she's on her way, man. It's real inspiring. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And I think it's the right time to get it on, man. To get the, get the whole, we need an Airbnb alternative out here. So screw Rona and go get that money. <laughs> go get that money. Yeah, man, it's getting tough out there. Hopefully, I want to, hopefully everybody's keeping their head up, man. Because I've, I've talked to a few people today. A lot of people, man, they said another 10 million file for unemployment. I'm hearing people getting laid off. I was like, man, I hate that, dude. It's like, man, it's, it's, it's getting tough. So, and I can see in the next six to nine months, a lot of foreclosures coming. Why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. If they can't pay their they can't pay their notes, man. What what's gonna happen? Yeah, and they're talking about doing what twelve month extensions or whatever, and then I don't know, I don't know. On the- so that would that would stave it off for twelve months, I guess. You know, I did talk to Wells Fargo today and trying to get more information about the forbearance, and 
And she's she's pretty much saying, you know, like you said, they'll work it out at the end, see what happens. Either they could um, modify it, or they could, you know, lump sum, or she, or they can add it to the end of the uh, end of the loan. We we'll just see what happens. And so I guess the and she said, in the meantime, you're not going to get hit, you know, dinged on your credit, and you're not going to get no late fees. So, so what my I guess my strategy now is I'm just going to keep all that money, you know, ready in a pile, and see what ha- what they do have to offer. When that time comes and they even, Oh, the, another thing she said, they even talked about maybe adding, adding 10 more years to your loan to make your payments lower. I know it sounds weird, but I mean, really a 30 year mortgage, you're, you're pretty much written your house anyways, as it is with 30 year note, right? <laughs> it's, it's in a way, in a way. So you add 10 more years to that and then they, they can bring down your, how your monthly, your cash flow would go up. It's just another option. What's your, what's your interest rate though? Well, she said it wouldn't, the interest rates won't change, but I don't know if you do that 10 year thing, but she, she, she assured me, cause that's what I said. I, I don't want this to affect my interest rates or the PMIs. You know, I don't want it to be like, okay, you did this thing. So you can't get the PMI off. She said, no, as long as you hit that 20% mark, you know, of, of equity in your home, you still, the PMI falls off. And then plus, um, if any, anything we do, we're not going to, we're not going to change your interest rates. Cause I, I got locked in pretty good interest rates, but I said, I'm going to go ahead and do this three-month thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this cash in a little, little section by itself where I can't touch it. And when, when time comes, you know, the three months is up, time to make me a payment. I'm going to see what they have to offer. If it don't look good, I said, okay, boom, here's the three months worth of payments, and we're back to good. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I want to play it. Me too. I'd want to play it like that too. So, yeah. okay, speaking of uh, PMI, I, I called uh, this new this uh, bank, uh, United Faith Mortgage. I called them and I was like, Hey, are y'all still doing refis? My boy just got refied at like 3.6. So I, I called them. I see you're writing it down. <laughs> so yeah. I, called them. I called them today and I couldn't get anyone on the line. I'm going to call them again tomorrow. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get a better interest rate and I'm going to just refi off the PMI. I ain't going to pull nothing out uh, just right now. Like you said, it, right now is the time to see if you can get like some debt off or get some increased cash flow as much as possible. So, uh, I'm trying to find these little small banks that'll give you those better interest rates. So, mm-hmm. cause most Cash of these flow. banks, all they're going to do is sell your more, your loan anyway. I mean, if they get, you're pretty much, they're pretty much wholesaling interest rates anyway. You know what I mean? So. Right, right, right. What about, cause I had a buddy saying that, Oh, he's going to use that, that um, government money. They just sent us the stimulus money, whatever to um, pay, pay on his student loan with them. To me, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea, especially if they're going to start doing a lot of forgiving of, of debts and stuff like that. They might they might even talk about forgiving chunks of our student loans, so I wouldn't waste it on that right now. I'd spend it nah, on the catalog. Plus it's at 0% interest rate. Man, I put all, all that. Man, I, I got the stimulus check today. I, man, I put all that to a uh, to my IRA, and I was like, man, I'm about to throw all this shit in the stock market. <laughs> real, man. Check out Hilton. That's, that's, I'm, I just bought a shit pot of Hilton stock. <laughs> that shit went down to like 60 bucks man i'm, I'm gonna go to the hood see all the new cars that people are gonna buy with it <laughs> yeah i posted the hood card that i wanted but uh <laughs> with my stimulus check <laughs> people are people are really gonna do that man oh yeah crazy. they are man you about to see some 24 24 inches <laughs> some old school cadillacs popping up <laughs> nah, man. yeah man you know people have to do their thing with their money but um yeah I, I i dumped mine into the stock market man i dumped it into the, and you know me i'm not big on stocks but 
um, oh man, we had a, uh, I had a, a meeting with my guy, man. He was like, man, these stocks, they're hitting some lows. And he showed me. So I was like, man, I, I hate, I missed that Tesla train. Oh man. That's yeah. 300 bucks, awesome. five days, man. That's nuts. <laughs> Here's one thing I'm thinking about. Cause people were moving towards electric cars and stuff. And I thought, I love, I love Tesla. Tesla's are awesome and they are the electric car out there. That's why I mean, their stock is so high. You know, there's there's other pretenders, you know, but they're the one, you know, like Apple is to whatever, you know, cell phones and computers. But anyways, um, these gas prices are so damn cheap nowadays. It's going to touch a dollar pretty soon. And I'm like, it's, I think it would demotivate a lot of people spending all that extra cash to get an electric car when like, it's almost free to drive now on gasoline cars. Cause it's so cheap. That's the only worry I have. That's a good worry. This is my, this is my, this is my thought process on it. Gas is going to go back up. It, it, it's inevitable. It's going to go back up. Right. So I don't think, it would have an effect in the long run to where people would be like, yo, let's hop on this. Uh, let's, let's not touch electric cars. Cause I think in order for that to happen, gas would have to stay low for a long time. Now, unless you think the gas is going to stay low for a long time for an extended period of time. That's a tough one, man. I just know there's like tankers that are sitting off in the ocean that they, they can't come in because all of our all of the places to put the oil is full and because no one's driving. No one's driving because of the Corona thing. And they Saudi Arabia and Russia keep pumping out so much freaking they're in like a, ga, a oil war right now. So there's nowhere to put all this freaking oil and no one's buying it. So I don't know what they're going to do with it all. It might be it might be a while. Until the until the gas prices drop, in the in the meantime, our oil companies are going to go out of business. They're going to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, so what's it's, it it's called? A, it's, yeah, it's a mess, man. It is. It is a mess. It is. It's good. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Well, you mentioned Hilton earlier. You said they're down to six bucks a share or something. No, like no, no, that. sixty, sixty. If they're down, oh, to sixty six, bucks. <laughs> I would have I would have pulled everything out my four hundred one k and bought that. No. <laughs> nah, well, that's, not, well, the, well, the fear is when it gets below ten bucks, then you start thinking, well, bankruptcy. You know what I'm saying? That's what you have to worry about. You know, put a whole bunch of money in a company that's about to, ah, we're just gonna file for bankruptcy, and then you lose all your money. That's the only fear when it gets that low. The, okay, but, yeah. yeah, it's at sixty. The thing about Hilton. Okay, so um, shout out to Tiana. She always listens to the podcast. Shout out to Tiana. She's a travel agent. She made a good point. She said, and now I'm fully on the train of, I think travel is going to bounce back hard. And this is my thought process. She said, if you look at travel, all these companies that didn't refund, they just gave these people vouchers and they just, and those vouchers expire on the 31st of this year. As soon as the economy opens back up, them people about to be like, yo, I'm about to use this ticket I got because or this voucher I got because I ain't about to lose, what, 500 to $1,000. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that could mean like your Hilton's, all that stuff goes back up. Yeah. 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 I mean, either way, I mean, it's a kind of a gamble. I mean, yeah. you're, you're hoping that that's what happens, right? Yeah, it is. But, it is. But if, Cause some of you hear like some of these spots that like in, in, in Asia or wherever they're opening up back their, their countries again and starting, you know, business back as normal. And then these, they're having these flare ups with the same shit again. So you're like, God dang, you know I mean? What, how, <laughs> how long is it going to take to get rid of this thing? You know? Yeah. And so they're starting to have to shut those same spots down again. I'm like, that's, we don't know how this is such a weird thing. We don't know how it's going to play out. That's what's always 
I mean, it's a risk either way. I think we should probably watch Germany because I know they open back up. They're opening back up. I don't know if they did already. They, they're opening back up. Um, th- that's a good point. You don't know. Like, and then now they're pushing for the vaccine. You know, people ain't just – you know, then you got your anti-vaxxers out there. So yeah. people ain't about to just go sign up for no vaccine. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to get kind of crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, yeah, I might, you might as well bet on the U.S. economy. You know, if you lose, if we if, if we just keep crashing, well, everybody's going to lose anyways. Might as, well. <laughs> might as well bet on it anyways, right? Yeah. Just get some sports back. That'll make everybody happy again. Yeah, open NBA's talking about open up by I think June. So it's it's getting it's it's wild, man. It's wild. But I do hope that everyone um uh one thing I do want to tell people because I've been hearing people getting furloughed and losing jobs. Uh there's companies and I'm I'm gonna try to find them and I'm gonna make a video about it. Um what I used to do when I was a contractor, the people that are losing jobs, and do this whenever you get which if you get your job back, do this day one. There are companies you can pay like $40 a month. It's called paycheck protection. This is, this is, you can do this before this whole paycheck protection thing from the government. It's called paycheck protection. You can pay them like $40 a month, every paycheck. And they'll take it. They'll do direct deposit. You pay them and it's paycheck protection. And they'll, as long as you've had your job, once you hit six months, if you lose your job after that six months, they'll cash you back out the full six months you paid in. After that, they, you're now on a payment plan. So if you ever lose your job, then they start paying you back monthly. So you get that paycheck on top of a, your regular unemployment paycheck. So yeah, there's programs out there and I used to do it when I was a contractor. So whenever I lose, whenever a contract got cut short, I always had, I now created two additional streams of income, unemployment and from the, and from the uh, paycheck protection. So, and that's some things I, I never really talk about it. Cause I guess I'd never really realized this thing would hit like this. So I'm, I'm going to start talking about that a little bit more like ways once the economy bounces back, ways to protect yourself and ways to protect your income. So that is, yeah, that's great advice right there. And, um, and then you said that paycheck protection It's funny that, um, that guest that I told you that I got that I was on Jesper's show this past week and that we're going to get him next week. Um, what's his name? What's his Adam. name? Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he mentioned because uh, Jasper asked him, and I'm going to ask him too because it's a great question, that how does he feel how Airbnb handled the whole situation? And he said he didn't feel, you know, he was saying, you know, he didn't feel they handled it correctly like most hosts were saying, you know. But he, he he's in the mindset of like the J- Jocko, Jocko guy, Jocko Willing, whatever his name yeah, is. I like that, him, that Ultimate responsibility. Yeah, extreme ownership. And, extreme ownership. You know, and, and, he, and he chose that path and he, and he built his business back up. You know, it's, I mean, it's a great story. You listen to the Jasper podcast. He'll be on ours next week. But, um, but he did say that he didn't like how they handled the situation. And one of the things he brought up, he goes, you know, what people don't, don't mention is that everybody has the option to get traveler's insurance. So, you know, to cover themselves in case something happens, he goes, and they chose not to do it. So we're the ones that having to pay for their error in a way, you know, and that's, that's true. I mean, there's so many people don't even think about insurance so much, but yeah, it could save your ass in a, in a pinch. So yeah, if you have travel now, traveler insurance is going to be through the roof. I bet. Yeah. I think there's to how Airbnb handle it. I think there's three perspectives, host perspective, guest perspective, Airbnb perspective. And how with him being saying that, I now only agree with the host and Airbnb perspective because the traveler insurance is very true. You can purchase traveler insurance. So 
their perspective, I kind of can see it kind of not. I, I can kind of be like, yeah, he's kind of right on that. But from Airbnb's perspective, I didn't like it at first. But once I started learning, like even with the podcast tonight, when I started looking at it from Airbnb's perspective, I'm like, and I looked at Twitter and everything, I'm like, I kind of had to make a decision. It was somebody was going to get pissed. Either you're going to piss off your host or you're going to piss off your guests. You got to take the pick on that, you know? And for me, from my perspective, I, I probably would have pissed off the host. If I was in Airbnb shoes, y'all got to take the L. Yep, yep. And uh, real quick before we, before, before we end the podcast, um, uh, you've heard of biz by sell. No. Okay. B I Z by sell.com. It's a place where people can put up, you know, they can buy and sell businesses. I think you, I think you'd enjoy checking out what's out there. Yeah. You can buy someone's. <laughs> and right now I bet you there's going to be a shitload of businesses for sale because, because <laughs> of the Rona. Right. And so, yeah, biz oh, by biz sell. Buy, biz by sell. Okay. Buy, yeah. B U I sell. Dot com and you can go check out what kind of businesses in your area or any area for that matter because you know everything's remote now are for sale and that you could might take over for pennies on the dollar because people just want to try to get out of there. <laughs> ain't making no money right now so it's um it's a cool site i i heard about it on a podcast and i started looking down it and and um yeah pretty interesting stuff right there whoa it surely is oh damn oh you can buy a restaurant for three hundred eighty nine thousand. cash flows one hundred and seventy one thousand. In yeah, Tarrant County. Restaurants are probably hurting right now. But and another thing, a lot of these spots own the land under them too. So you be buying, you get like two two things for one. And also you got to look, and a lot of them are own, offering, a shitload of them offer an owner financing. Yep, they sure are. I'm <laughs> <laughs> seeing all this. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> Get a business for free, man. Um Anyways, that's, that's something else for, for y'all listeners to go check out. And uh, Michael's going to be looking at it all night, I'm sure. Oh, um, yeah. You should have told them about this. You should have texted me on this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> go get you a, a business for cheap. A Rona biz. <laughs> oh, man. This was 298000 but it cash flows $300,000. Oh, yeah. I want to see the numbers on that bullshit. <laughs> Is that pre-Rona numbers? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, bro. Like, hold on, you selling for two ninety eight? You cash for three hundred one? Okay. <laughs> well, cool, man. It's a great app. Uh, yeah, yeah it was, uh, where can people find us? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Remember, head over to the YouTube. I got a bunch of bonus episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're ready to get your health and fitness game together, be sure to follow Mahogany Artists on IG uh, for all your fitness and nutritional needs. And uh, yeah, thank y'all for being listeners. Thanks for the continue being continuing listening. Uh, we're gonna try to keep dropping game for you every week, giving it to you. Uh, yeah, man, and please stay safe out there. Uh, wear your masks and your gloves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, stay safe and uh, keep on driving. Keep living. Keep letting. Keep driving. Peace. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.